Hi! Today we're taking a deep dive into three stories from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about why your biases are so strong you'd choose them over making money, a new theory that dark matter and dark energy might be the same weird substance, and one of the coldest places on Earth where people continuously live. Let's satisfy some curiosity. We all have biases. That's pretty much an objective fact. And a recent study shows that these biases are so strong, we tend to hang on to them even when they will obviously cost us cold, hard cash. Fortunately, I can explain both the science and what you can do about it. Do you have any biases, Ashley? Of course I do. Everyone does. Are you biased against video gamers? <laughs> are you biased against Lord of the Rings fans? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when I say bias, I'm not just talking about being prejudiced against a person or a group of people. I'm including tricks your brain plays on you, like confirmation bias. That's the human tendency to ignore facts that are not in line with what you already believe. In 2017, a team of researchers set out to see if confirmation bias was so strong, people would stick to their guns, even when doing that would go against their self-interest. There were two phases to this experiment. In the first phase, the 20 participants in the study were shown a bunch of made-up symbols paired with a monetary value. Whichever symbol they chose, they got the associated payout. So let's say you had to pick between a green and a yellow ball. You pick the green one and you get 50 bucks. Then you pick between more pairs of symbols. Easy enough, right? Fast forward to the second part of the experiment. It was pretty much the same as the first part, but this time, participants got to find out what both symbols were worth, not just the one they actually picked. That's where things got interesting. So let's say you find out the red ball is worth 75 bucks, but you didn't pick it in any of the pairs in phase one. Now in your final pick between pairs, you have to choose between the green ball and get 50 bucks and the red ball to get 75 bucks. Participants who had picked that green ball in phase one picked the green ball again, even though it was worth less. Even when they were explicitly told that some of their options were more valuable than the ones they had picked earlier, they still favored the choices they had developed the bias for. In other words, if you ever get the sense that somebody is obviously doing something against their own self-interest, there's a not very good reason for that and convincing them otherwise is probably going to be an uphill battle. So, how do you get over this? Research indicates the best way to overcome your biases is to acknowledge you have them in the first place. If you don't, they may come back to bite you. There's a new theory that could help us explain the universe, and it has to do with dark energy and dark matter. Here's some background. Even after more than a century of research, we can only explain 5% of the universe. Everything else is quote-unquote dark as in matter that's invisible that we can only detect from the pull of its gravity. Scientists are working on understanding dark energy and dark matter, but one researcher is trying something different. What if dark energy and dark matter aren't two different substances? What if they're the same thing? This might sound too simple, but there's some good reasons to believe that this negative mass dark fluid could really exist. This theory comes from Dr. Jamie Farns of the University of Oxford in England. But before I get into that, I should talk about the leading theoretical model for the makeup of our universe. That's called the Lambda Cold Dark Matter Model. It says that 25% of the universe is made of dark matter that exists in halos around galaxies and galaxy clusters. Dark matter exerts a gravitational push that keeps those things from flying apart. Another 70% of the universe is made up of dark energy, which seems to be exerting some sort of reverse gravity that's making the universe expand faster and faster. In the lambda cold dark matter model, dark energy is the lambda. And the final 5% of the universe is baryonic matter. That's basically the stuff we know exists. Well, according to Dr. Farns, that 95% of the universe we call dark is all the same dark substance. 
In a new paper, he says what he calls dark fluid has two key characteristics. One is that it has negative mass, meaning it has a gravitational push that forces things away. Negative mass isn't a new idea, but previous research had ruled it out as an explanation because stuff with negative mass would thin out as the universe expands, so that wouldn't explain the expansion of the universe. Well, that second characteristic of dark fluid fixes that thinning out problem. Barnes's theory says that this negative mass substance would be continuously created through time. If this dark fluid is constantly produced like floss from an infinite cotton candy machine, it never dilutes and it acts identically to dark energy. You can read more about the idea of dark fluid in our full write-up on Curiosity.com and on the Curiosity app for Android and iOS, but it solves a few problems with current theories. So this may not be the last you hear about dark fluid. Hey, look who it is. Today's podcast is sponsored by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators. With more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more, you'll discover countless ways to fuel your curiosity, creativity, and career. You can take classes in social media marketing, mobile photography, creative writing, or even illustration. Whether you're looking to discover a new passion, start a side hustle, or gain new professional skills, Skillshare is there to keep you learning, thriving, and reaching your goals for the new year. For instance, I'm digging into the science of speed reading techniques to figure out how I can read books in half the time. And I'm doing that with a Skillshare class called Speed Reading Mastery, double your reading speed in seven days. That class is taught by Jordan Harry, a TEDx speaker and founder of StudyFast. And Skillshare's classes are all taught by real experts in their field or public motivational speakers. Today, you can join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare with a special offer just for Curiosity Daily listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering Curiosity Daily listeners two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com curiosity. Again, go to Skillshare.com curiosity to start your two months now. You know and we know that lifelong learning is super important. So one more time, that's Skillshare.com curiosity. If you're like Ashley and me and you're dressing in layers every morning to get out of the cold weather this month, then I've got some silver lining for you. At least you don't live in Oymyakon. It's one of, if not the, coldest permanently inhabited places on Earth. Now, I just visited family in Fairbanks, Alaska last month, and we went ice fishing in a little hut on a lake where it was 20 degrees below zero Fahrenheit. That was cold enough for me. Oymyakon's average temperature is less than 50 degrees below zero Fahrenheit, or 46 degrees below zero Celsius. So, Oymyakon's not going to make it on my short list of places to visit. Where's the coldest place you've been, Ashley? It's this little place called Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, the first year I lived here, when it hit winter, every day was the coldest day I had ever experienced because it kept getting colder and colder. And I remember the day I saw zero on my phone was like, wow, I've made it. That's so quaint. (laughs) Midwest born and raised. I guess I'm used to it. But for some perspective, Oymyakon is technically a little south of Fairbanks, where I visited, but it's located deep in the heart of Siberia, with a population right around 500 people. So you're talking about a totally different world with a lot less infrastructure. For instance, the school in town has only had an indoor toilet since 2008. Oymyakon was originally a way station for traveling reindeer herders, but the whole region became notorious in the mid-20th century when it became known as Stalin's Death Ring. That's where Stalin would send political dissidents during his regime, and it includes a city called Yakutia, which is the nearest major city to Oymyakon. 
So if you want to get to Oimikan, you can fly into Yakutia and Andrea Scenic Drive. And you'll be in the car for about 20 hours. Talk about not wanting to run out of gas. Now, Oimikan is like other places that far north and that they get about three hours of sunlight per day during the winter and 21 hours of sunlight in the summer. Although sunlight is kind of misleading. I'll get to that in a second. They have some unique challenges too, like having to run your car pretty much all the time so the battery won't die. And I experienced this in Fairbanks. There's a lot of cars up there where they have basically an extension cord running out of the front of the grill of, let's say, your truck or whatever. And there are power stations in front of a lot of stores where you plug in your car and you leave it running while you go shopping or when you go into a restaurant or whatever. That's amazing. Yeah. So I guess this is an extreme cold weather thing that people have to deal with. Another cold weather thing, like I mentioned about the sunlight. So in Fairbanks, it's not like the sun comes up. I think daylight is misleading. So the sun does appear, let's say, around 1030 in the morning, but it's like off in the distance. It's it's not quite a sunrise or sunset. It's just this orangey, bluish, hazy kind of daytime like you might experience maybe an hour or so before dusk in most other places. Wow. And that's like the daytime, quote unquote. So never the sun doesn't come up and then it's not dark for the next 18 hours. I mean, it's it's like a dull blue for at least a couple hours in the morning and evening. That's wild. It's like another planet when you go that far north. It's really cool and interesting. And you can learn more about Oimiakan and some of their unique challenges in our full write-up on Curiosity.com and on our free Curiosity app for Android and iOS. In the meantime, I'm going to go curl up in a blanket. Before we wrap up, we want to give a special shout-out to one of our patrons for supporting our show. Today's episode is brought to you by Dr. Mary Yancey, who gets an executive producer credit today for her generous support on Patreon. You are the best! Join us again tomorrow for the award-winning Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Ashley Hamer. And I'm Cody Goff. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.